Wherever you are in your adoption journey, we are a community centered around love, trust, and respect for the experience and opportunities that have made us families. We promise to share, encourage, support, and celebrate the day-to-day of adoptive mamahood together. I'm Liz. And I'm Sarah. And together, we are Two Adoptive Mamas. everyone and welcome back to the two adoptive mamas podcast sarah and liz here and we are so excited to be kicking off season five it's really hard to believe but here we are and we could not be more honored and excited to be back here with you so for season five the theme that we are focusing on with each of our guests is community at least that's how we're starting off the conversation and then each of them have their own expertise and specialty, but we have talked a lot about here at Two Doctor Obamas about the importance and the need that we have for community. We're grateful that this show can be part of yours, but we also need that in-person, face-to-face connection. So as we dive into this season, we want to talk a little bit more about why community is important and how we build community. But Liz and I would agree that it's difficult to build community and it takes intentionality and commitment and extra time and margin in our schedules is not something that we always have. Would you agree? I definitely agree with that. (laughs) I also think, you know, like one of the, one of the reasons we started this podcast was to talk about hard things um, and to be able to encourage one another along the way as we're doing, you know, this life of parenting um, kids from hard places. Um, And I think it's important to remember that even if you are like, oh yeah, community, I know I need that. Or, oh, that's really cliche. Like Sarah's and Sarah, we know you need community. Um, Our heart behind this conversation is to really get at the root of what meaningful community is and to be together um, when we're navigating things that are hard. Because sometimes community comes easy and sometimes it's more of a fight. For sure. And I think it's in the more challenging seasons of parenting um, and family life that it's hard to find that latitude to build community. So we wanted to kind of kick off tonight um, by talking about the importance of, you know, in the highs, in those seasons where we feel like we have a little more margin, what are we doing or what can we do to build that network and community? And a lot of what we talk about here at Two Adoptive Mamas is how to support and advocate for and even get ahead of the curve so that we can best equip our children, especially those coming from hard places. But the question that we want to focus on this season is how are we preparing ourselves for the valleys? And I think that you'll see each week when we welcome a new guest, they bring such a unique perspective to the importance of building community, how they have sought out their own, and some simple steps that you can focus on um, to begin to build your network or to continue to build your network. And just like there are different seasons of life, there are different chapters um, in your family's story where you will need different type of community, um, different emphasis on certain parts of your community um, based upon your your family's needs. So as we kind of um, prepare ourselves or seek to prepare ourselves um, for the valleys or for the more challenging times, how are we building that network and finding our people 
and resources so that we have the margin to do the same for our children. We cannot do that for them if we're not doing it for ourselves. Um, we've talked a lot before about, you know, um, what was it? The connected parent, right, Liz, mm-hmm. that we talked about. Um, what was, you always share that, that great <laughs> thought. The Karen Purvis quote? Yeah. The Karen, sorry, the Karen Purvis quote? Yeah, the one that says we can't take to a child to a place of healing that we haven't been to ourselves. Yes. I don't actually quote me on that, but it's pretty close. The thought was there. <laughs> and I feel like we actually just discussed that with a guest this week, we if did. I'm recalling Yeah, Victor. you're right. <laughs> You'll have to excuse us, but we have been working hard for you guys and doing lots of recordings. Um But anyway, so it's kind of that whole concept of like you need to put your oxygen mask on first before you can put on, um, you know, one for another one, another person. And so as we think about how we're navigating the day to day, um, that's our mission here at Two Adoptive Mamas um, and how we're supporting one another in that. How are we preparing ourselves for the valleys so that we can be there for our people and we can advocate and have the enthusiasm and kind of, um, you know, the gusto and the ability um, to be who we need to be for our children when they need it most? So we kind of came up with a couple talking points, action points um, that I think would be helpful for you to keep in mind as we kind of go through this season and you think about some simple steps um, to either add to your community or if you feel like you don't have a community at all, then this would be really great to listen to. Jot these down um, so that you can, too, find your support network. Yeah, and I'll echo what Sarah said that, you know, it's important to have any community that's meaningful and intentional. Um, Some of the ways that we're highlighting here and now um, would be to finding something in your community that is in person or or local if 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 possible so in order to find those people um, we recommend checking local support groups and figuring out a way in your busy schedule and in uh, your family system for you or your husband I mean ideally both of you but for at least one of you to be able to go Um, and sometimes it is so hard uh, to get out of the house and we totally get that um, but I think that there's so much value in seeing a person face to face especially a group of people who get it or that's how we say it here at Two Adoptive Mamas to find those people who get it so check those local support groups sometimes um, your agency uh, if you have a post-permanency placement agency um, or even um, a foster care agency like they might know some different resources and support groups that are out there check your local churches um, And some states have more kind of like a statewide approach to their lists of support groups where you can go on and see which ones are in person and which ones are virtual. So check out that. Our second tip um, is to use technology uh, well (laughs) to find somebody who's local. So I think, um, and Sarah, please speak into this. It's not just me chatting on this, but I think one theme that we've seen so far in the recordings for season five um, is how the adoption and foster care community is a blended approach of in-person and virtual and some of that is um just the nature of this parenting journey that we're walking right so like i have a daughter with a fetal alcohol spectrum disorder and there are many people um, who are parenting fasd um 
in our county and there are a whole lot of amazing people who aren't in our county and so being able to connect with a wide variety of families um, to find the support that I need and have resources or answer a question that I have um, it's so important for me to use technology just simply for that fact alone Um, but some other of our guests that I know some of you as our listeners just don't live in an area where there are a lot of people who have um, adopted or who are fostering or walking that same parenting path and so one of the main ways you do find community is through technology or through an app. Um, And our recommendation or our tip for this number two um, tip that list that we have uh, is to just make sure that you're using technology wisely and doing all that you can to balance well and have those in-person relationships when you can. Yeah, I would agree. And I'm thinking of one guest in particular that we've already gotten to share with that you'll hear from this season who literally didn't have anyone locally, but she was intentional enough to find someone who lived like two hours away and they made it happen and she started to build that relationship. And I think, you know, we have to sit back and realize that in the last three to four years, we've probably all become a lot more comfortable um, communicating and building relationship through technology um, out of necessity. out of necessity. <laughs> yeah, we had to. And like Liz said, there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you find the resource or the connection point that you need and they're not in your backyard. But our challenge would be, are you looking? Are you seeking them out? Are you trying to find someone or Um, a resource or a family, a connection um, for your in-person community um, that is close geographically to you. Because if you look hard enough, you're probably going to find someone. There's the rare occasion where you won't. Um, But I think we've been challenged in recent months to step out of that comfort zone of just communicating via technology and really getting back to that face-to-face connection. Well said. All right, number our number three um, practical tip here is: let's say you can't find somebody um, who is walking the adoption and foster care journey, or maybe you do, um, and you're just trying to build the relationship. Either way, we recommend finding a neighbor, a family member, a friend, someone to share your story, uh, but your whole story, the real one that you are walking right now, um, and everything that's hard in your current parenting season. You can think about all the dynamics that come with um, the nuances of adoption and foster care, of parenting trauma, of any medical diagnoses that maybe your kids have or maybe you have, um, and just helping that person or family really understand the perspective that you're coming through um, to walk in your shoes for a little bit. Uh, So if they are... um, in the adoption and foster care community, maybe they have an, a way to, uh, air quote, get it a little bit easier, that perspective that we're talking about. And maybe they don't, and that's okay. Um, but it is really possible um, to have those people in your circle geographically, locally in your circle who get it. Um, And I'm thinking about an episode we did way back in season one where we were able to bring some of our really close friends um, that we've known for years and years but don't have adoptive or foster kids in the home and how they've been able to come alongside and support our families and be um, those people who get it. Uh, So we'll link that episode in our show notes, but I think it's just a good reminder um, to 
be appropriately vulnerable um, and how you are doing in this parenting journey. That doesn't mean you have to air all your dirty laundry. It doesn't mean you have to share some private confidential thing about your child's history or story. It does mean that you need to find someone who's in front of you and near you um, who really gets it so that you can be, they can be on call, I guess, (laughs) for, for when you need it. Okay, so this next tip goes along with that. Learn to be okay with asking for help. We've had that as a common theme on our show as well. Um, But find the most common pain point that you have in your day and make that the ask. Like that's the thing that you would ask for help for. Um, And it could be really simple. Um, It could be maybe bigger uh, and maybe multiple steps um, or involves like going somewhere. But just think about what it looks like um, and figure out how to make that an ask um, or even part of it to be an ask for someone in your community. And then the last one we have, um, don't give up. It's not gonna come uh, as easy as it might, as you want it to, um, but you really truly can't live without community. And uh, thinking even just from a mental health perspective, um, loneliness and isolation uh, can get really messy uh, really quickly. Um, And so being able to um, be self-aware and take take care of yourself um, and also to know that you know the opposite of loneliness and isolation is relationship and we um, are trained almost at nauseum about how we're parenting and the base of the, the basis of our parenting is relationships and so we need to be able to think about ourselves um, and in a wellness and healthy way um, and and relate to others as well so that we're not falling into isolation and loneliness which I guess goes back to what you were saying before Sarah so Yeah, I mean, we don't want anyone to be lonely. We don't want anyone to feel isolated. And I think part of why we started this podcast was to kind of dive into those deeper conversations, but then also provide resources for you to continue them in your community and within your support network. So really excited for what we have to share um, this season. But before we close out, we thought we would kind of give a little personal update um, so that you know where we're at as we start season five. So I'll let you go first, Liz. Oh boy, putting me on the spot. Um, So our family uh, has once again, I think every year that we um, hop on for these like season openers, I'm about to tell you another transition, but yeah, we're going through more transitions. Um, Our kids are going to new schools this year um, and new school settings. Uh, And then, you know, my husband and I have been navigating some professional changes as well as my husband's practice is growing. And um, there's just been a lot of nuances with that. So this past summer or what I guess um, our season break has been between season four and season five has been a lot of navigating um, different schedule changes, routines and family systems, um, our family system itself. And um, we've also been just navigating as our kids get older um, and we're kind of entering a different season of seeing um, their trauma history come through um, and being able to really meet them where they are in a relationship and through empathy and caring for them. Um, so Again, some seasons of that have been easier and some seasons of that have been harder. And so being able to um, show consistent unconditional love to the best of my ability as a parent and recognize that um, sometimes that's really tough and I need to go take a walk afterwards or I need to go and figure out how I'm going to care for myself um, so that I can keep pouring out 
and uh, our love for them continues to grow and you know we're celebrating seven years home for my daughter and which is crazy at the time of recording this four years for my son Um, so we are really really excited for what's next but we have definitely had a tumultuous 2023 um, which is when we're recording this and i'm looking forward to see uh to seeing what 2024 brings so all right sarah your turn yeah so we our daughter will be starting kindergarten in a week from the time we're recording this so that's definitely a new and exciting and nerve-wracking chapter um i think she's very aware of her story and how we became a forever family but i think starting school for the first time outside of like preschool and pre-k um you know she will begin to realize that not everyone's adopted even though she knows that but i think she doesn't really believe me when i say (laughs) that they're not so i think that will just you know bring some new conversations and um yeah i mean every day week month and year that they're older um that becomes a little bit more real and they start to identify more with um their story and who they are and who god created them to be so we're excited for her and um, i think it will be an exciting new season for our family to have her um in school we are still in the process to adopt domestically um if you've been around here a while you know that I think I've said that probably the last two seasons that we've we've done an intro episode. Um, so we are about a year out from our disruption, and um, God is good, and He has stretched us and refined us in this process. And um, we continue to hold hope um, that He would, in His perfect timing, He would um, complete our family uh, through adoption. So. We will keep you posted. I mean, probably not. If it does happen, I probably won't say anything right away, but I'll do I'll do the best that I can as cryptically as possible. Those of you who have been in the process know that you can't really say much right away um, and definitely not on a podcast. But um, if you could just continue praying, we I've appreciated connecting with so many different mamas who have experienced similar things and um who are now on the other side of it and i'm just i'm thinking in my head right now as i say that of so many precious women who i've stayed in touch with since our um seasons two and three um or three and four excuse me um and have just been a true encouragement to me and so it's just a neat example of how um this community continues to grow and we continue to stay connected So we're really excited for you to hear all the guests that we've been recording while we've been on our season break and all the ones that we have to come. Um, For those of you who are local to where we're recording, we have some really exciting, fun things in person uh, to kind of promote and continue this conversation about community um, and finding it uh, in person if you are able. Um, And so we're looking forward to meeting some of you in person and to be able to facilitate that together. But um, God has been really good. He's been showing up every day as he always does in our lives um, and through this um, podcast and through this community. So we can't wait for season five. Uh, We can't wait to uh, meet you guys. And I think that might be it for today. All right. Well, as always, remember, you've got this, Mama. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode or know someone who could benefit from our show, the best thing to do is leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are grateful to be hosting the Two Adoptive Mamas podcast for a fifth season. Learn more about how you can support our ongoing work through our Patreon at twoadoptivemamas.com. As always, it's been fun. Until we meet again, remember, you've got this mama.